Good morning, Novation. How's everybody doing today? Good. How many of you did not sleep as well last night because there were very loud noises outside of your house? Till 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> and we're a quarter of a mile from a fire department, so we had that too. But it's okay, because I'm awake this morning and I'm ready to praise Jesus. Let's stand together and just worship today. Freedom in Christ. Well, service is going to be a little different today, so 
This will be our only song for um, announcements, but before Brian comes up, I have one quick joke. Fourth of July joke. So, and it's just as cheesy as anything you're going to say. Why are there no knock-knock jokes in America? Because freedom rings. Ha, ha, ha. That's a slapper. <laughs> Turn around and greet someone and you may be seated. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that good? Happy Independence Day. Are we blessed or what? Yeah, for sure. Did you just call my jokes cheesy? I don't know if you just snuck that in. Yours is cheesy. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that. Okay. I was going to approve of it, but then I had a second thought. So it was great. World-class material. See, it's just in the blood here at Novation Church, you guys. It's all you can handle. Yeah, that was really good. I'll give you a round of applause. I even clapped before you said it. You just said joke. So, hey, um, happy 4th. I want to say a special uh, blessing to my father. It's his birthday on the 4th of July. He gets fireworks every year. So happy birthday, Dad. What is it, 46 today? 47? Oh, we don't lie in church. That's right. Yeah, it's definitely not 47. I actually have some um, Independence Day trivia that I want to share with you. This, this is not a joke. This is serious stuff, but it's kind of interesting when you um, learn what happened 240-whatever years ago. So just some interesting facts. Um, First of all, Independence Day should have been celebrated on July 2nd, apparently. I don't know if you knew that. Um, they said the document was dated on July 4th, and Congress actually voted for it on July 2nd. So uh, how about that? It's actually, we could have celebrated it two days ago, if you're really a purist. Um, at the time of the, the um, Declaration of Independence, it was estimated that there's only 2.5 million people in the country. Hard to believe, huh? We have like 340 million people now. Can you imagine that? Uh, Calvin Coolidge was the only president born on the 4th of July. Do you, this is great quality trivia, you guys, right? Like, you can do something with this. This is good. Um, this is kind of bizarre, though. Um, three presidents who signed the Declaration of Independence actually died on the 4th of July. That's kind of eerie. Ooh. Uh, anyway, we don't do that around here. Um, Independence Day was once celebrated on July 5th. The holiday fell on a Sunday in 1779, so the country celebrated on July 5th instead. Eh, just throw it on the map, whatever way it works, as long as it's on a Sunday, that's good. Um, got three more for you. Oh, this is cool, I guess, maybe. Um, U.S. soldiers got a special treat on the 4th of July in 1778, which was what, two years after? 1776, is that the right year? Good, thanks for validating my history lesson. Uh, George Washington helped the troops celebrate by allowing them a double ration of rum. So there you go. Congrats, guys. Yeah, let's go celebrate. All right. Um, here's an interesting stat. Americans spend over $1 billion on fireworks every year. So you can thank them when your dog's hiding under the bed tonight. That's a bad deal. And lastly, the very first 4th of July fireworks show took place in Philadelphia in 1777. How about that, huh? You guys feel like smarter already? I do. Um, we want to thank everybody at Novation Church, you know, uh, this is just a place that's very fond and dear to my family's heart. It's been almost 10 years since we started gathering. And just to watch what God has done in our lives, in your lives, all the families that have come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and find authentic faith and community is really a, a great thing. So if you're new to Novation, welcome. I saw some faces we haven't seen for a while. Welcome back. And for all of you watching online, um, uh, glad you're with us as well. Uh, so if you are looking for ways to deeply connect. I know some people, it's easier just to kind of sneak in the back row on a Sunday, and that's perfectly good. But if God's putting in your heart, hey, I want to connect more deeply, and maybe you want to serve in the church, 
please fill out a connection card. Um, they used to be little pieces of paper in the seats, but we do it all electronically now right through the app. So go to the app store and search Novation Church. Great resource for you. I'd love to know how we can connect with you and, and um, welcome you to our family. A uh, few announcements. Kona Ice Truck. Today is going to be the most uh, delicious, high-quality, artificially flavored ice treats that you're going to have all year. Um, Right after service, so stand, uh, stay around, bring the kiddos out, whatever, enjoy a cone of ice like a snow cone. The truck will be here, and it's free. No strings attached. It's going to be a great uh, time to hang out and fellowship. Uh, picnic in the park. We've had, I think we've already had two of these events. We went the last time, and it rained. There was like nine of us there, but it was really fun. So um, I don't know when the next one is. July 7th, it looks like. Wednesday. Thank you. Good, good thing some people know what's going on around here. So uh, Wednesday is going to be the next picnic in the park. Thanks, TJ. I actually saw it. I didn't hear it, but I saw it. Yeah. Uh, so it's a fun time of fellowship. Come bring a little food, hang out with your church family, and uh, fellowship a little bit. Seven Miles Seminar. You guys, the Sacred Pathways. You've heard about this the last couple weeks. Uh, it's going to be three weeks, July 11th, 18th, and 25th. So that's next Sunday starting after service at 1130. Understand and learn how you connect most deeply with God. That's what this is it, paraphrasing is going to be all about. So it's $10. There's going to be lunch and child care. Sign up at novationchurch.org uh, slash sacred. Okay? Uh, cornhole tournament. It's going to be July 17th at 10 a.m. It's 10 bucks to play. And uh, it's going to be a lunch and a really good time. So cornhole is just a fun sport. If you've never played it, it's really easy. Anybody can do it. Uh, and uh, so stick around for that. You know, this is interesting, I think, for many people to understand the Bible talks about pastors and teachers. You know what it says the primary responsibility is? It's to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. And that's you all. That's all of us. We're the saints. So the place of the church is to teach and edify and exhort. And then we learn and grow. We go out and we share it with other people. We serve. And you know, Novation is, is such a place of blessing where this community supports it. You know, we work hard to make sure that everybody is, is taught and poured into and, and so when you partner with Novation Church, you're, you're helping that happen. And if you feel like you're poured into and, and built up and equipped to go share the uh, serving in the ministry, then we'd love for you to pray about partnering with us with your, your time, your talents, or your treasures. And for all of you who do so graciously, consistently, we say thank you. So we're going to pray, and uh, together we're going to carry on with our, our uh, service today. If you brought a gift and you want to put it in the box on the right, you're welcome to or give online. So pray with me. Lord, I can only imagine, we can only imagine what it was like before this nation had its independence. We can read about it, we can learn about it, but we'll never really know. And I think many of us take it for granted. We really do. Uh, so um, just want to connect with you deeply. We want to just uh, receive your blessing. And as we continue on through the service, just uh, guide us through and hear our prayers, Lord. So we love you and we thank you, Jesus. Amen pass it on to S.A., so I can call him Scott. So Thank you, brother. Have a great one. Um, this morning's service is going to be just a little different. <clears throat> um, next week, we're going to kick off a brand new teaching series called Let There Be Light. And I've been studying for six months for this series, and I felt the timing was finally right for it, about the world we live in. Like, there is darkness, right? There's a real unseen world that Paul calls powers and principalities, rulers, darkness, that at war with, with God and God's people. And it's, it's something that we don't want to just give lip service to, but to understand it. So looking forward to it. 
going to answer eight questions about light and darkness from the scriptures and, and what, uh, what God has to say about that. So today, though, being the 4th of July, we thought we would just have a service where we worship and, and we read scripture and we pray. And that's what this whole service is going to, to be about um, this morning. I was thinking during the first song when we were one of the first mission trips I ever did was to the UK, and we went to England, and then we went to Scotland, and we were playing uh, football slash soccer in the little soccer pitch with these little Scottish kids in this little neighborhood, and, um, and we were winning, and I'm terrible at soccer, but we, we were winning, and they were like, stupid Americans, they got to win at everything. And I said, well, we beat the English to have our freedom. And they went, you did? Well, I love Americans. Because <laughs> if you know the history between the Scottish and the English, it goes pretty deep on that. But, you know, we live in a world right now that's pretty divided. We're supposed to be the United States of America, but it feels more at times like the divided states of America. And I was thinking about the extremes that we can have when we approach um, just nationalism, patriotism. You could be way over here and, and, and go too far and worship the flag, or you can be over here and not even be thankful for the country you get to live in. But we live in a country where we have freedom today to stand up here and talk about Jesus, worship Jesus, tell people about Jesus. And in many places in the world, there is no freedom to do that. And so I thank God for that. I think, I think we should be mindful of that all the time, of the freedoms that we truly have. And I was uh, thinking about, you know, we're believers. We're followers of Jesus. And we, even though we have our disagreements at times and could be doctrine, could be practice, whatever, um, we're united in Christ, we are one in, in the Lord Jesus. And so what I thought we could do this morning as we continue in worship is, if you'd stand with me, we're going to, uh, this might be a little old school for some of you, hopefully you don't shudder back to your uh, childhood because we're going to say the Apostles' Creed together. And it is the great, a great, great, great truth that we, it's our, it's our doctrine statement here at Novation. The, the Apostles' Creed uh, is pre any organized church, and it's a summary of what the apostles preached and taught, and it's a summary that unites all believers, past, present, and future, in who who we follow. So we're going to say this together. This is the Novation version. Some of you, if you've never read it before, but let's say this out, out loud together. Ready? We believe in God, the Father Almighty maker of heaven and earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. We believe in the Holy Spirit, Christ's holy church, the communion of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. 
Lord, that is our declaration. We believe. We believe. Lord, strengthen our faith as we worship this morning. Strengthen our faith as we pray, as we read Scripture. Remind us of your great love, Father. You gave your one and only Son for us to have everlasting life. We rejoice in that. We rejoice in the freedom that we have because of the Lord Jesus. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We thank you that that's here today. I'm going to read Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Amen. Let's continue to worship. God, I have a reason. 
reason to sing. Oh, I have a reason to worship. All of my life, all of my life, in every season, you are still God. I have a reason to sing. Oh, I have a reason to worship. And I will bring praise. I will bring praise. No weapon formed against me shall remain. I will rejoice. I will declare. God is my victory and he is When favor and providence flow For I know I feel to be emptied again The seed I've received I will sow Yes, Lord Amen You may be seated for a minute But we appeal to you, brothers and sisters, to respect those who labor among you and have charge of you in the Lord and ad- labor among you and have charge in the Lord and admonish you, esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, beloved, to be patient with all of them. See that none of you repay evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise the words of prophets, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do this. I'm going to pray for the church locally and around the world. So please just stand in uh, presence with me for this. Father, we do lift up your church, and we ask, Lord, that your church be a place of hope, that, Lord, your church be a place of peace and calmness for those who are persecuted. We are very lucky here in uh, the United States where we can freely come gather and praise your name and just lift you up. And other places around the world, they're not able to do so. But, Father, we just continue to lift them up to you. We ask, Lord, that your peace and calmness be over them. We ask, Lord, that your strength and your wisdom guide them and that, Lord, they would just find that safety and peace in you. We lift up the pastors, Lord, who have been called to share your word and to teach your word to those of us uh, to hear and to understand and to draw closer to you. I want to lift up Pastor Scott and his wife Janelle, Pastor Mark and Becky, uh, Brian and Jill, that, Lord, they lead us, they guide us here in this church. And, Father, I ask that we as members of this church do the same to those around us. 
Sometimes it's hard in this world, as Scott said, that it's tough out there right now, and things don't seem to be going well. But this we truly believe. God is in control. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is the one who is in control, and we need to trust and believe in that. I lift up all the people who volunteer here at our church and churches around the world, that, Lord, they continue to do the good work that you have called them to, that, Lord, they stand there and stand strong in you and share that faith and that hope. So, Father, we thank you and we love you in your son's name. Amen. Amen. If you'd stand, we're just going to continue worship. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. Just thank you, Lord. God, we just seek your heart. Savior, I've come, quiet my soul, remember, redemption's here, where your blood was spilled, for my And 
I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those authority, that we may live peacefully and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, that man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to at the proper time. Lord, I thank you so very much for the blessing, for the gift of being able to come to you in prayer, Lord. And I ask that you uh, help each of us to remember what Paul calls on us here to do, and that's to pray for everyone whether it's our family and our friends, our close loved ones, the people we may not even know, for our enemies, Lord. We pray for them, for their well-being and their safety. But most importantly, Lord, we play, pray that they come to you, Lord, and find you and discover you in, as their ultimate Savior. Lord, Paul also calls on us to pray specifically for our leaders, the authorities of the time. When he wrote this, Lord, he was speaking of the Roman government. And as we know, that government was strongly against the Christian faith, actually sought to destroy it. We may not live in times that are quite that bad, but as Pastor Scott mentioned this morning, we do live in a time where our leaders have caused some division, great division in us. Lord, it is important that we pray for them, that they come to you, Lord, for will and knowledge, for your discernment. More importantly, Lord, we need to pray for these individuals, these people, that they find you as their Savior, Lord. I thank you for your word, Lord, and I thank you for the message that Paul gives us. And Remember all of our leaders in prayer today. In your name we ask it. Amen. For our youth, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, 
and in purity. 1 Timothy 4.12. Lord, I thank you that you have appointed the young people in our midst to this time and to this place according to your purposes. I thank you for the opportunity to know them and to be a part of their lives. They are uniquely positioned here and now for the work that you have already prepared for them. Make them bold. Fill them with assurance that you are who you say you are and that you will never leave them nor forsake them. Set within each of them a hunger for you and may their lives be marked by your spirit. Make them bold to speak the truth, not only to the lost, but also to those of us who have grown stale in our faith. May they know whose they are, and may they go forth empowered, encouraged, and eager to minister to this world in the unique way that they and they alone can. In your name I pray, amen. We're going to take communion together. If you did not get your communion elements, um, would you just raise your hand and we'll make sure that we get, get it to you. So if you didn't get it. I love it when we pray together, read scripture, man. That feels like church. It wasn't supposed to be funny, but it was <laughs> in hindsight. Um, When you think about this, the bread and the juice, man, it's life. We're holding in our hands what represents eternal life because of what Jesus did for us. Jesus came and lived a perfect life. I was reading this week in Romans and how Jesus came it says, in sinful flesh. But he was without sin. But he came into this fallenness that we're all born into to undo all that was lost in Adam, to undo death, to render it inoperative anymore. Death now just becomes a doorway into his presence. We don't have to fear death. But all prior to Jesus, everybody feared death because they had no real clue. Now we know. He conquered death. He nailed sin to the cross. And he defeated the evil one. The evil one is like a, a wasp or a bee that has stung somebody and lost its stinger. And the evil one still goes around. And, you know, you get stung by a, by a wasp. That doesn't feel good. So you hear one at some point, ah, we freak out, right? Because it still has that power to frighten you because you've experienced the sting. Well, Jesus took the sting. He took the sting of death. And we can never thank him enough. He doesn't want us to try to repay him. He wants us to believe and live and love. That's what he wants. He loved us so much. So if you want to start with the bread... On the night he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus was with his disciples and he, he broke bread and he lifted it up to heaven and he blessed it. And he, he told them, he said, this bread represents my body, which will be broken for you. 
take and eat in remembrance of me. Let's take the bread. In the same way, after supper, Jesus took a cup of wine and he lifted it to heaven and he blessed it. And he said that this cup represents the new covenant in his blood, the eternal covenant between the Father and the Son through the Spirit was ratified by Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. Can't be broken. It's a covenant that cannot be broken. He will never leave you nor forsake you, ever. Circumstances don't change him. His peace, he's left with us. His joy, sometime in spite of circumstances, we have because of what he's done for us and who he is. The sacrifice of all sacrifices, the Lord Jesus, for you, for me. Let's take the cup. Will you stand with me? Some of you having some flashbacks from... (laughs) other church stand up sit down stand up sit down that's good for us hold your hands out in front of you may God bless you keep you make his face shine upon you be gracious to you and give you his peace May you understand the gospel. May you understand the love of our Heavenly Father. May you live in the grace of the Lord Jesus. May you walk by the Holy Spirit in His goodness and power. Lord Jesus, we thank you that all authority has been given to you in heaven and on earth. You are the final authority. May you bless us today, Lord Jesus Christ. May you bless us with an awareness of your presence with us wherever we go, 24-7, Lord. We receive it in Jesus' name. Amen.
face toward you and give you peace. The Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you. Lord, turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. with you in the morning 
can't stop crying. I was weeping as we were singing that. and Majorly blessed. Thinking about my kids and their kids and their kids. And we get to keep passing the blessing on. Lord, you're good. Thank you for your faithfulness. Help us to rest in this. Help us to realize, Lord, how blessed we are. There's no amount of material things, earthly treasures that compares to the blessing that we have in you, Jesus. Help us to live and walk and pass it on to a hurting, broken world around us. Lord, may you bring healing to bodies that need healing that are watching or in this room. May you bring healing to relationships, to friendships. May you strengthen every marriage at Novation. May there be love and forgiveness and grace in relationships, God. Thank you for vision, for the future, for what you have in store for us, Lord. We love you. Amen.